The Cap and J Hood podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Go to Tito's HometownTales.com and hear the stories of Chicago's defining sports moments through the lens of your favorite ESP 1000 hosts. That's Tito's HometownTales.com. Watch on the ESPN 1000 Chicago channel on Twitch. Captain Jay Hooder and Vernon Hills as fans board the shuttles for training camp on ESPN 1000. What a night at the United Center on Friday. The audio we're playing from the United Center on Friday for AEW Rampage doesn't even do justice to what we heard. I was there at the UC. It was one of the great moments in my life as a wrestling fan. And you know why? Because CM Punk is back. Yes. Awesome night. Awesome night. And so you were there. I'm looking at Sports Center. They show a guy literally sobbing. Yeah. Like sobbing. Like. You heard the crowd cheering. There's 19,000 people. Oh, my God, CM Punk is back. There, Our guy, CM Punk, joins the show. Okay, so I texted you Saturday morning, and I said, dude, there are people on TV sobbing that you're back. What does that mean to you when you see the outpouring of affection for you? Um. I'm a Chicago. I'm a Chicago guy. I'm a Chicago sports guy. I cried when the Cubs won the World Series. I cried when the Blackhawks won the Cup. You know, the, the time I was alive when they won the Cup, not back in the '60s. Uh, you know, it, it means a lot, and I, and I think it means a lot because I'm so attached to Chicago and sports, especially. You know, uh, I understand. So anybody making fun of that dude. You know, you're making fun of me too. You know, like uh, there's there's nothing wrong with uh, being emotional at uh, sporting events or anything you like. You know, like I'll cry I'll cry at a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what's been missing in professional wrestling for a while, Punk, and that is the raw emotion. And I was around it on Friday. So where does where do you place Friday night amongst the best days or nights you've had the last seven years? I mean, over the last seven years, um, I'll take it. I'll take it back further. Honestly, like I was discussing this with a couple of my friends, that might have been the greatest moment, the, the greatest night of my career. Uh, tell us why, because because there was a lot of emotion in that room. I was there. Why was that the best for you? So it just the entire night couldn't have gone more perfect. You know, the way we set it up as the worst-kept secret, um, man, you know, selling out the United Center on a rumor that I was going to be there, never announced, never advertised. Uh, It shows the connection to the fan base that AEW has, that they get it, right? They want to be involved. They want to be entertained. They want to go up to shows and have a good time. So we didn't feel the need to beat them over the head to get a TV rating. And don't get me wrong, I know executives at TNT love their, t- they, they love their, their ratings, you know. 
But to me, pro wrestling has always been about moments and getting people to feel something. It was a perfect storm, perfect night. The way I debuted, um, everybody being super positive backstage. I met so many new people. Um, you know, having my family with me, I, I, I could go on and on. It was a, it was the perfect night in the perfect moment for so many reasons, you know, uh, and, and I'm just talking personally, you know, publicly, I think it's a smashing success. You know, I, a lot of people love YouTube views and likes and clicks and all that stuff. And that stuff doesn't really matter to me all that much. Um, but it's a big deal to a lot of people. I know the metrics, uh, and the analytics people love that kind of stuff. But, you know, to me, it was, it was just about, making people happy you know i gave gave people ice cream you know just like john lester is giving people beer when he's leaving the city you know like i'm back and i i want to show the fans how thankful i am that they waited for seven years okay so i said i tweeted that you were coming on and you know it's blowing up i mean hundreds of likes and oh my god can't wait to hear him on the radio and then one of our p1 listeners tom gilmartin said I can't wait to hear CM Punk with you guys. My son and I went. It was the most awesome moment ever. My son wore the CM Punk t-shirt for three straight days afterwards. (laughs) Another guy, a friend of mine called me. He was there. He's like, dude, you're having Punk on? He's like, that for me, this is my buddy who's a huge Chicago sports fan. That for me was like Michael Jordan coming back after his first retirement. When you hear all that, that's got to make you emotional to be put at that level. Yes, yes. Um, you know, there's a giant part of me that's always going to be like, no, Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player of all time. They got a statue of the guy out in front of the United Center. But the way I've been embraced and the reaction has been off the charts. If people want to put me in that conversation, um, I'll, I'll let them because, you know, it feels good. I'm not going to lie, but... I think within pro wrestling, currently, you know, who else is there? I'm, I'm, I'm back, just like Michael Jordan came back, and just like he came back to win some championships, I came back to win championships. And that could mean in the ring, outside the ring, help this thing grow and just have a good time and just really so much positive steam off this. I want to keep it rolling. Chicago's own CM Punk with Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app as we broadcast live from Buttermilk Cafe in Vernon Hills. Punk, uh, what impressed you most about the roster of AEW as you watch this like we have been watching all week? What impressed you most about All Elite as far as their roster is concerned? It's a very young roster and the, the youthful exuberance. You know, it, it reminds me of another love of my life, which is punk rock, you know? It reminds me of all the kids that used to go to punk rock shows and bowling alleys and, you know, VFW halls and stuff. And they really found a place where they, man, I really fit in here, you know, and and they feel at home. And that's what impressed me the most. Um, It's great that everybody's nice. It's great that everybody's happy to see you. Uh, I understand that maybe some of that might be, you know, some honeymoon phase, but I, I really feel optimistic that it's not. They are young and they're hungry and what they don't what they lack in experience you know they make up for with effort and that's just tremendous you know i i look at it like i'm i'm the veteran slugger on a major league team and i'm coming out of this team that's just full of 
prospects, you know, and a lot of people maybe count them out, but I just, they, they're so eager to go out there and not only entertain the fans, but they want to have fun doing it. And I think when the performers in the ring are having a good time, I think that resonates. And I think the fans can see that and it helps enjoy the moment. Okay, so uh, one of our listeners, Michael Piff, says, which all-time Blackhawks player would you want to team up with in a tag team match? No disqualifications. Oh, man. Um, hmm. <sighs> I mean, Probert was a hawk. Why, why wouldn't That's I right. just say Bob Probert? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a badass. <laughs> yeah. I would go with Bob Probert, too, wouldn't you? Bob Probert would be a Flurry? Anybody? Other? Yeah, a little Theo Flurry yeah. action. Yeah. That guy was a maniac. He was like <laughs> five foot four. It's out of his mind. Yes. I mean, there's a few of them over the years. There's a few There's a few maniacs. You know, Manson. I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> He's going to tag with Manson. That'd be good. Uh, Punk, you have not talked publicly about what's going on with your Cubs also. Um, uh. it, it, there's a transition. No Baez, no Bryant, no Rizzo. <laughs> And so Cap and I have been talking about this, and I said, you know, if a team can't hit, if they've had trouble since 16 hitting the baseball, you have to change some of the parts. And unfortunately, instead of just changing parts incrementally, they decide to just get rid of all the key players. What was your initial reaction to that whole trade deadline? No bias, no – the core of the 16 championship no longer here. Yeah, well, the reason I've been quiet is because if you've you got nothing good to say, don't say anything. I've been um, – yeah. I've been – angry sad depressed you know but i'm a cubs fan my entire life they've sucked right so i guess it's back to square one but it's just disappointing to you know i know there's politics involved and i know there's a lot of money you know behind the scenes and stuff like that maybe there's a sliver of me that's holding out hope that all these guys in the offseason are going to resign and they just they pulled the wool over everybody's eyes like it was some sort of play to get everybody else's prospects in a trade. But, like, I, I, I get it. But it just it, it's really deflating to watch that team throw a combined no-hitter and then go on this amazing slump. It, it's just – it's not even about the players getting traded away. It's just, like, it's the entire spirit of the team seems like it's been crushed. Like, when they take the field – when they play, like, I just, it's, it's hard to watch, and it really, really sucks. As a fan, it's depressing. You're, you're more than welcome to come over to 35th and Vec. It's the AEW baseball in this town now. You know that, right? The White Sox? <laughs> the who? <laughs> hey, let me ask you, if it, you've been around sports a long, long time. Would you start Justin Fields, even though he's raw, or would you start Andy Dalton? They got the Rams in the first game? Yes. Man, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think if you're a team and you're doing a rebuild, it's just like the Hawks starting Lankanen, right? Like, you've got to, at some point, have faith in your guys and see what they have. You know, you're never going to know. I, I look at it like this. I would start Fields. You know, and you could say he's not ready, but what makes you a great quarterback or you know captain or you know leader of a baseball team whatever it, you know i in my career i've never been ready 
I was never ready to step in the ring the first time. I was never ready to fight at UFC. I was never ready to do jiu-jitsu competitions. I always felt like I wasn't ready. But when are you ready? Sometimes you just got to go. And that's what gets you ready. You just you just got to be ready, you know. And, and you you'll never feel like you are, and maybe Justin will feel like he is. And but you gotta you gotta take a chance on the new guy. You absolutely have to. Punk, you're gonna be at Hoffman Estates at the Now Arena to take on Darby Allen. And so, Cap, you know that Punk's a Chicago guy, and here's why. I was on the post the post match press conference with him and Tony Khan, and someone asked him about you know getting ready for Darby Allen, and just like a Chicago guy, Punk was like. Yeah, it hasn't really been working out for this. I'm just, I'm just going to just wing it because it's like riding a bicycle when you're wrestling. So, so what, are your, what is your preparation for Darby Allen? You've seen this young guy. What are your expectations against this uh, young rising star for AEW? You know, I, I think it's a lot of can, can Punk still go? Can Punk still wrestle in the ring? Can he be entertaining? Um, fortunately for me, I was never a guy that did like a whole bunch of crazy flips and stuff like that. So I don't have to go back and try to do these amazing athletic feats. You know, my goal is to tell a story. And the way I get ready for this is I watch a lot of Darby Allen matches. You know, it's no different than a sports team watching tape on the team that they're playing. I watch him and see what he can do. Um, and then I, I get to get creative about it, you know, and that's how I get ready. And obviously, you know, I, I, I'm in a television show called Heels that's on the Stars Network, too. I've been in the ring, you know, we're filming wrestling. Um, uh, I, I've been, I, I have gotten in the ring and I have been training, but not super extensively because it beats your body up. So I'm trying to be smart about it. Uh, but mostly just watching tape on them, you know, and I'm, I'm impressed by what, by what I see. Hey, man, we really appreciate you taking time for us. We'd love to, when you get a chance, have you in the studio. But great to see you back doing what you yes. do so well. And you made a lot of people very happy, millions of them. Well, I appreciate the love from both of you, Cap. You know, I'm, uh, I'm your guy. Whenever you need me, you just reach out. And uh, it would be my pleasure to show up in the studio sometime. You're the best. Have Thank a great day. Thank you for a great you night too. on Friday. I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See him. There he is. That's our guy, CM Punk. Been a good friend and a really, really wonderful dude. And Friday night was massive for the sport.